Friends, what follows is not for the faint of heart. We bring you tales of the paranormal, human wickedness, the curious, and the bizarre. Please, if you continue, proceed with caution and an open mind. We are the Queen City Creeps. Hello and welcome to Queen City Creeps, your favorite podcast for all things true crime, paranormal, and just a little bit weird. I am Sarah, and as always, I am here with Shelby. Yo. And Jennifer. Hey, guys. And... Today, we're here to talk about local legends, urban legends, not necessarily Springfield-specific, but some that you know around your hometown, we know around our hometown, and that can quickly spin a little out of control. So my question to you guys is, what, what is the closest you've been to an urban legend? Like, what is your local hometown legend? Because we're all from different hometowns. They're all kind of small, so there's got to be something. Are, are we talking like... Urban legend in the sense that it probably didn't really happen that way, but everybody describes it that way, or like real shit. Do you have a good real shit story? Because you know I'm always down for a real shit story. I mean, I got I got the real shit. Let's do the real shit then. Uh, okay, then here comes some real shit. Perfect. Spitting it right at you. So, uh, <laughs> so I lived in a house in in Lamar, which was kind of my hometown. I split my time between Lamar and Jasper when my parents divorced. And the house we lived in Lamar was pretty unassuming. I mean, there was no. It was a ranch style home normal bullshit like I, most of them in lamar are yeah pretty much but i had this awesome like burnt orange carpet in my bedroom so mm-hmm. that, Ooh, kind of started, fancy. that started all the shit that you see around you today i'm looking at a really good looking rug i don't know what you're talking about that's fair was this where like the waterbed was or? <laughs> yeah there was also a waterbed yeah. in there yeah oh, fuck so we're not I'm, talking about the waterbed no but that's I, another time but i obviously left some weird energy in this house because yeah you left some weird things I, there, there were a few things i left and we moved out and ended up moving into my grandparents' house after they passed away for a short period of time until my mom bought a place where she wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And a police officer and his wife had purchased the purchased our house. That's why we had to move to my grandparents' house. Yeah. And then come to find out, about six months into living there, uh, he had come home from work one day and shot his wife to death, shot his mother-in-law to death, and then killed himself in the Holy field behind the house. Fuck. And this was a cop? Yeah, it was a cop. That part of it doesn't surprise me. No offense to cops, but a lot of domestic violence, family violence happens from them. Because they're dealing with a lot of shit we don't have to on a daily basis. Right, like living in my old house. Exactly. (laughs) I'm assuming I'm what killed her, honestly. Uh, Just that gross energy I left behind. You, the waterbed energy. That filthy hormonal energy that I left in that house. Oh, God. That's gross. Holy shit. You're welcome. Is that your real shit? That's why. No, I made all that up. Here's the real shit. No, that was the real <laughs> shit. No, seriously. Oh, cra- crazy shit, though. Like, I-, I literally got a text from my uncle who was like, hey, you remember the address of your old house? And I sent it to him. And he's like, oh, thought so. Sent me the article. And I'm like, holy fuck. Oh, that's not what I expected at all. No. Oh, God. Ugh. Jabo, you got anything? I mean, nothing crazy like that happened. That it, well, I mean, no, not to me at least, but we did have a legend, I guess, in our old high school in Jackson, and it was like a pretty old building. I mean, we had multiple buildings, but there were there was one building in particular which had like like history and um, English classes and some I don't know some other random classes, but in one of the, the upstairs bathroom, the girls' bathroom. Everyone said was haunted by this teenage girl that hung herself in there. 
What? Yeah, and they would like hear sounds, weird. I mean, but it's an old building. Like you're mm-hmm. probably going to hear weird sounds. But that was I guess it might have actually happened like way back when, but I've never heard of anything happening, but Hmm. It was always what people talked about. You can usually go to the public record, too, and be like, yeah, that shit didn't happen, though. Yeah. I never looked into it, so I don't know if it's, like, legit. Right. You didn't have, like, a microfilm montage at the library where you were reading (laughs) about this woman's past or whatever? She sweeps her bangs out of her eyes, and it's just very dramatic. My bangs are never really in my eyes. That's not true. I don't make them that long. Okay. You don't let them get that long. No. Don't Uh, be ridiculous. Yeah, It it really impedes your research. I can see that. Yeah, it does. Hmm. What about you, Sarah? So, the town that I'm from is a really old town. Nevada was burned down twice during the Civil War. Oh. It existed before that. There are a handful of buildings that were, that existed and made it through the Civil War. We have a youth mental health facility that was a, I think it was an orphanage, like nunnery before that, and supposedly that's haunted. Of course. It is large we, and scary. It is. That. Yeah. We had a, like, a state hospital, like, mental institution that actually is still operating in Nevada. It was a lot larger for a long time, so there are multiple buildings that are actually just vacant now that the state still owns. And, of course, you know, as teenagers, that was always, like, the big fun thing to do is go, like, check those out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, Obviously. But there... Is a there's a row of houses in Nevada that are all like right after the Civil War, or there's one that's kind of like on a big thing that was pre Civil War, and it was a funeral home, and the the Northerners actually because we were you know Confederates on the wrong side of history. we were on the wrong yeah. side of history they actually left it standing because it was a funeral home and they were using it as a hospital during the Civil War and a friend of mine we were you know whatever friendly his parents bought it redid it and they lived there well he would talk people into coming and like sitting i think i feel like it was the garage this was a really long time ago i've slept and drank a lot since then but i feel like it was the garage and he would talk people to come sit in there because that's where it actually like embalm the bodies in the garage in like what was the attached garage but it wasn't at the time that's usually a basement affair. I'm just saying, at the, at the time, it was a garage. Like, when I was there, it was a garage. But prior to that, it was, like, where they embalmed things. And I don't feel like that house has a basement. Like, a lot of houses in Nevada don't have basements. Right. So that was that was probably why. Yeah. So, they couldn't do it in the basement, so garage, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But his parents were big on, like, historical accuracy or whatever. So the house was ugly as fuck. He doesn't <laughs> listen to this podcast. But, yeah, it was really weird. So I guess, like, Nevada's just a weird, spooky town to grow up in, and that's probably part of why I'm as weird as I am. I've, I've been to the mental hospital a couple of times whenever I was younger. Not, mm-hmm. like, in it, in it. Like, yeah. Well, in, my... Exploring, not <laughs> Yeah. No, no, no. So my mom works there and has worked there, I mean, on and off since I was born. Like, prior to me being born, she was a receptionist. She got hired and has worked her way up from there, and she's, I mean, one of the people that's worked there the longest, so... I've grown up in this place, and it always there are parts of it that are really old and are beautiful in their own way, but have really spooky vibes. So I've never seen anything, but a lot of people have. And also, all that teenage angst and just like mental illness to a certain extent, like probably has a big effect on people. So and hormones and hormones, as we know with poltergeists and shit. But yeah, I'm amazed there weren't any poltergeists. Well, I mean, yeah. unless those stories are real it was i mean it's really interesting and the the actual you know hospital itself employs a lot of people and they do a lot of good work and 
everything, but the building itself is really, really interesting. So cool. Yeah. Nevada. What up? Okay. So as you guys can tell, America has no shortage of historical spooky graveyards or buildings or witches bridges or 13 curves or anything like that that you grew up listening to hell of a spook light that we talked about a couple of months ago right for sure but very few of them are quite as well known as kansas's stull cemetery which is known as a doorway to hell with a reputation so big that even the pope himself supposedly made his plane fly around it which pope the pope like the current pope? <laughs> like there's I think been, there's it was been a 90, bunch of yeah, yeah, like there's 90, been multiple. 92. We'll talk about it later. So I think the one prior to this one, the less hip one. Uh, John Paul, I think, in 92. I don't know. Sure, that I one. have no idea. I was Catholic in 92. I'm supposed to know this. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Technically Catholic. So, Stoll Cemetery and the abandoned church that rests next to it are located in a very small, tiny Kansas town known as Stoll. It's an unincorporated community in Douglas County. It's about seven miles west from Lawrence County. And it was founded in the mid-1800s by settlers of German descent, like a lot of places around here. Yeah, welcome to Kansas. Welcome to Kansas and Missouri. <laughs> yes. It's totally fine. Um, it was initially known as Deer... Did you say stodally? I don't know. Stodally. Stodally. It's hard to say. Stodally fine. Stodally fine. Okay, so the settlement was initially known as Deer Creek, and then it was renamed after its only postmaster, Sylvester Stoll. Stallone? No, just Stoll. <laughs> I, I was wondering the same thing. <laughs> so as of 2018, there are only a handful of structures that remain in the area, a few houses, a newer church, and only 20 people live in the actual town itself. What? Yeah. There's Spooky. Welcome to small towns in Kansas. That's, okay. a, that's a real small town, though. That's like, yeah, that's a tiny, tiny small small town. town. Yeah, 20 people is like 30 smaller than any other town I've ever been to in Kansas. So, <laughs> so for over a century, Stull Cemetery has been linked to countless legends involving witchcraft, satanic cults, and of course, the infamous gateway to hell. According to the legends, Lucifer once used the abandoned church at the center of the cemetery as his own personal doorway from the underworld. Oh my god. Oh la la. So it was installed that he would rouse his spirits, who'd been buried inside the gates of the most evil cemetery in existence, because obviously you had to be evil to be buried there. <laughs> they were out of people. Right? Yeah. But he can only come through this gateway twice a year, and that's at midnight on the spring equinox and, of course, on Halloween, like you do. Obviously. Yep. Okay, so I'm just going to throw this out there. If I was the devil, <laughs> which I'm... What'd you do? What would you do, 90% sure I'm not. <laughs> I wouldn't pop up in Kansas. Why not? Because I assume still isn't fucking fun on Halloween. You There's are 20 people. The devil, so and not. you're bringing all your friends with you. How many friends? It'd be like a <laughs> shitty house party that you're going to, and then you bring your whole crew with you. I would bring you and Jennifer. That's well, is that your whole crew? <laughs> <laughs> Those yes. are her only friends. The devil is depressed for you. <laughs> you're a good friend, Shelby. It's nice. Maybe we're her creepiest friends. <laughs> so we're the ones who would go to Stoll Cemetery on Halloween. I would imagine. Let's yeah. go to Stoll Cemetery on Halloween. Ooh, I, road trip. I've I've got plans of dressing in drag and getting candy from neighbors. So in November of 1974, an article appeared in the University of Kansas student newspaper that talked about a number of just weird occurrences that had happened in the Stoll churchyard. 
according to this article, Stoll was haunted by legends of diabolical supernatural happenings. And, as previously mentioned, the cemetery was one of two places on Earth where the devil could appear in person two times a year. Wait, where's, what was the where's other Where's the place? other one? Yeah. Um, I talk about it later on, but it's like in India, like in the middle of India. Are those places like directly across from each other if you go to the globe? Or? Sure. <laughs> I have to know this, Sarah. <laughs> What's the reason? I don't know. I don't know. Fine. Do you knew we would have all Slutty. the questions. Carry on. Okay. So one student claimed to have been grabbed by the arm by something unseen while visiting the cemetery. Others spoke of unexplained memory loss when visiting the place. Been there. Um. Well, I mean, it was 74. A lot of people were there. Uh-huh. Exactly. You know what I mean? But, like, in many locations around this time, all of them kind of pertain to devil worship and witchcraft and all that shit, right? But there's no real proof that any of this is true, which is the problem. How would you prove something well, like that? Well, so the according first place? to the residents of Stoll, they'd never even heard these stories before oh. 1974. Yeah, they were amused because people were, like, coming and asking them questions, and they were excited that people were talking about their town or whatever. And they but were bullshitting them, I assume. They were also <laughs> really annoyed that such things were being said about their town, because as I'll tell you, there's all sorts of weird shit. Like, real weird shit? Well, or, like, shit people made up about them? Things that happen because people think these might be true. Oh, okay, yes. gotcha. Hmm. Um, there was one story of two young men that were visiting Stull Cemetery and became frightened when a strong wind began blowing out of nowhere. They ran, ran back to their car, only to find that the vehicle had been moved to the opposite side of the highway and was now facing the opposite direction. Oh. Another man claimed to experience the same just, like, crazy out-of-nowhere wind, but he was actually inside of the church. And it was, like, gusting around and blowing him around. So oh, wait, inside the Inside church. the actual okay. church. Yeah. Huh. Because I was about to say, there's so many tornadoes in right. Kansas. And if the devil could go inside a church. Yeah, this is you... a special satanic church, the Shelby. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The same man claimed that the air current had knocked him to the floor and wouldn't allow him to move. And then also inside of the same church, many witnesses have said that no rain will fall. Even though the crumbling buildings had no roof. Oh, I, I was yeah. I was getting ready to call them out. Like, well, it's probably because you're inside. You're inside the building. <laughs> it doesn't have a roof, Shelby. Good job, dummies. <laughs> dummies. Like Kansas public education system right there. <laughs> okay, so the legends also say the devil has been appearing there since the ni- 1850s. And oftentimes you'll hear people say that the original name of the town was actually Skull. That was corrupted into Stoll to simply cover the fact the area was seeped in black magic. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hmm. It said that the witchcraft-practicing early settlers were so repentant about their past deeds, they changed the name of the town. But, as I told you, the town was originally named Deer Creek Community, and Sylvester Stoll was the one it was named after. Jess was originally called Pigtown. Really? What? Yeah. No. No, huh. seriously, dude. That's wow. interesting. That was in a book that I checked out from the Jasper Public Library. Hmm. By that I mean like the one inside the school that they let creepers into to use the internet. Ooh. Right. Yikes. Okay. So let's see. In 1980, there was another article appeared in the Kansas City Times, Kansas City Star. It might have been a Kansas City Times at the, at huh. the time as well. I, I never really heard don't of that. Know. So the article was quoted saying that 
The devil gathered all the people that died violent deaths over the past year to prance around the earth at the witchy hour, and that he had to do this in Stull or the place in India like I talked about. Because there's only 20 people that could even like right. see that. I mean, it's a good choice, I guess, to be in the middle of Kansas somewhere. Um, but... Also, they're prancing. They're not around. dancing. Prancing. They're prancing. That's oh, yeah. as fuck. Oh, yeah. So the article also said the devil comes to Stull because of an event that took place in the 1850s when a stable hand stabbed the mayor to death in the cemetery's old stone barn. Later, the barn will be converted into a cath- or into the church, which was in turn gutted by a fire, and now that's the, the church that's in the cemetery right now. All right. So that's why. One rotten wooden crucifix still hangs from one wall, and it turns upside down when a passerby steps into the building at midnight. Horseshit. Now, the other problem... So, sorry, other I said that, that out loud. <laughs> the other problem with this story is that Neither Deer Creek nor Stull has ever had a mayor, so I don't really know how that would happen. So who runs this bitch? Girls? Girls, girls, oh, okay. girls. Sorry. No, so like seriously, who runs Stull? I'm uh, trying to understand this. It's twenty people. I assume it's just like a community decision. I mean, I've been around twenty people before Plus, and they need a leader. It's unincorporated. <laughs> so it's not even technically a town, right? If it's unincorporated. I mean, if they don't have a fire uh, department or or a post office, doesn't that mean like it's not a real town? Yeah, but they have a name. I mean, what the hell's that then? A village? But there, yeah, there's there a are hamlet. villages that don't have that, but I think they just have help, like fire department, police department from a surrounding community, right? I, well, I would assume that, but even yeah. still, I mean, once the town has a name, I figure you probably put somebody in charge to to run the thing. Wow. We had a small community called Fruitland, right by Jackson. Fruitland. 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 Oh, and. They had businesses, but they didn't. It wasn't a big enough town. I don't think. I think it was like less than a thousand people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. probably. And it wasn't really a town. It was a village. Interesting. I don't think they had a mayor. I don't know. So, okay. There are rumors that there's an old tree in the graveyard, which was cut down recently, that was used as gallows for condemned witches. But again, there's no rec- record of. Which is being hung in stall, so that's a problem. Right. There's a few holes in this story, but that's fine. Um, there's also said to be a grave in the cemetery that holds the bones of a child of Satan who was born of the devil and a witch. How the fuck would they even know that? The child was so deformed <laughs> that he only lived for a few days, and then oh. the very was body was buried in stall. Okay, so they're assuming that the child was born of Satan because it looked deformed. Right. That's then, for sure what happened. Some say that his ghost may walk there, <clears throat> which is an issue if it was only a few days old when he died. How the fuck would it walk? It's, it's a dead baby. now, Sarah. It can do whatever it wants. <laughs> it would it be like that dancing it's baby a, from the internet? Yeah, It would be like Casper, where it's just like a kid from the waist Ew. up, but then just like floating Ooh. at the bottom. But Casper, didn't he end up looking like Devin Sawa? Like in the movie, Casper is played by Devin Sawa. No, I no? don't even know who Devin I, Sawa. Is. Holy yeah, I'm, shit, Devin I'm Sawa sure. is precious. Wild America, no. Idle Hands. No, no one, no one. None of that. The fuck is happening right fucking now? Fucking suck. <laughs> the hell's a Devin Sawa? <laughs> I'm gonna post a picture on Inst- or on our Facebook, and you guys are gonna have to let them know how precious Devin Sawa is. Okay, huh. so yeah, some people say that this this baby ghost. Uh, walks there. Baby ghost. Baby ghost. Um, <laughs> so because supposedly there is a photo taken that shows a werewolf-like boy peering from behind a tree. It's probably just like a I think coyote. It's a coyote, yeah. I, I was imagining a lot more like 
hills have eyes than werewolf when you said deformed. Mom. <laughs> Was this just a really fuzzy kid? Maybe. It's just, just a fuzzy picture. God damn, fuck. Just fuck you, Stole. Okay. <laughs> this kid was born a little extra body hair. So the legends grew and grew. And by 1989, the crowd at the graveyard on Halloween night had become so overwhelming that the Douglas County Sheriff's Department had to station deputies outside to send people on their way. They started handing out tickets for criminal trespass to anyone caught on the property. And it believes in that night of 1989, there were nearly 500 people in the cemetery. What? And they started doing damage to the graveyard, um, to the church, and all the graves, gravestones. So they have to send police out there every year. See, that's the shitty part about these adventure-seeking people is that they go out there and they can't just be okay with just wandering around. They have to fucking do damage to shit. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them. Useless. Okay, so one of the weirdest stories um, supposedly appeared in the Times Magazine in either 1993 or 1995, depending on which article you read. But then if you go back through the time or the Times magazine like stuff you can find online the there's nothing about this in there. Spooky. At all. So mystery. <laughs> the ghosts erase the record of it. Yes. So supposedly the story claims that Pope John Paul II allegedly ordered his private plane to fly around eastern Kansas while on his way to make a public appearance in Colorado. The reason for this, supposedly is that the Pope did not want to fly over unholy ground. Huh. That's all I can find. All I can't right. find the actual article. I don't I'm not I don't do the Catholic, so I don't right. know if that's Cause, legitimate. Because the Pope reads the Kansas City Times or whatever yep. defunct now defunct newspaper you were referring yeah. to earlier. <laughs> I don't know. And he was like, Hey man, do you hear about this fucking devil coming what out in fuck? fucking Kansas and India? <laughs> I ain't dealing with that shit. I don't fly over India and I sure as fuck don't fly over right. Kansas. Alright, so then we jump forward to Halloween night of nineteen ninety nine. Uh, reporters from a local newspaper and a television news crew joined a group of onlookers at the cemetery. The sheriff's deputies were on hand, but did not ask anyone to leave or, like, do anything like that. Just kind of let everybody chill until about 11.30 p.m. When an unknown representative for the cemetery appeared and ordered everyone to leave the property. The officers had no choice but to go along with their wishes. The reporters and spectators had to leave. As Stull Cemetery and the land around it is private property, there was no option but to comply. The owner stated through a representative that they do not want media attention brought to the graveyard because it just attracts more vandals. Which is legit. Yeah, that's understandable. So, like I said, this has been going on since the late 70s. And as time passes, the local residents just get more and more pissed about the vandals and trespassers because they're tearing up the cemetery where, like, their loved ones are buried. Because if you're one of the 20 people still living in Stoll, you're there because your family's been there for, like, generations. I assume that no one's moving to Stoll. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's just 20 Same. people waiting to die in Stoll. <laughs> Finally, a chain-link security fence was installed around the grounds, and although the area is still regularly patrolled, the visits have died down somewhat, at least outside of October. No one gives a fuck about the summer or spring equinox. It's just Halloween people are interested, obviously. Well, that's dumb. At least you could get out yep. there and, like, see shit if you went the right time of year or whatever. But. Uh, yeah. Also, I mean, like, that just feels spooky fall. Like, I want to go out and do fun, spooky things in fall. I don't really want to in spring. Yeah. Just saying. I want to do spooky things all the time. I say, I'll do spooky things whenever. That's Literally the all the time. We are, if you guys have any idea for spooky things we can do. If they had haunted houses all year round, I would do it 
all year round. That sounds horrible. I don't like haunted houses. Oh my god, I love them. I hate them. Shelby? <laughs> How do you feel about fake haunted houses? They're very expensive. They are expensive. And it depends on what you're doing, but sometimes they're worth it, I think. Let's go to a corn maze this year. Anyway. Let's take mushrooms and go into a corn maze this yeah. year. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> let's, okay. Let's get found in a corn maze in December. Yes! <laughs> All right. There's no devil down here, said one 79-year-old resident who lives nearby and has nearly a dozen relatives buried in the cemetery. The only devils we have are the two-legged kind who write stories about our cemetery. It's just one big old hoax that somebody started and we want it stopped. How many legs does the devil have? Seven and a half. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Is that a dick joke? (laughs) It's a solid dick joke. He's got so many legs. I I assume his dick has a kneecap, is what you're trying to say. Yes? Yeah. (laughs) That's my fucking devil right there. So for the people who've endured the Stull saga firsthand, the only thing frightening about the legend is that their 1867 limestone church has been reduced to a pile of rubble and that their cemetery is now on 24-hour lockdown. That first year, I tell you, it was terrible. 500 people standing on graves, hoping the devil would come up, said the same woman who I talked about earlier. She didn't want to be named in the article, but whatever. She's been known to feed the patrolling cops, give them coffee, and even chase people out with a baseball bat. Yeah. Nice. Yep. People... But, but she's there, though. But like, she's, she's there. She's going down there. Yeah. Hmm. So, unfortunately, on March 29th, 2002... The old limestone church actually fell down, and thus the portal to hell was closed. The according to the the property owner who actually sent the guy up there with a rubber tired high loader to finish tearing down the church is that a second wall had fallen down and there are people going up there all the time and they could just see that some kids would go in, try and be in the church and everything would fall down and the town would be helped be held responsible for these vandals getting hurt so they went ahead and even though they'd been like really actively working to preserve the church because it was one of the first things built in the town there was just no way that they were going to be able to do it they couldn't raise the money they didn't have the people that they needed they didn't have the support of like the government officials so they finally just tore it down I so bet the devil sad. was fucking pissed. Now <laughs> right. it only has one place to yes. come out of. I mean, like, I gotta, go, gotta go to India. I fucking I hate India. Fucking India. India. Hate There's India. too many people there. <laughs> right. But stole or stall? Stall. Stall. Whatever. Yeah. Only has 20 people. Perfect. And it's so sad. Like, the fine for actually trespassing in the cemetery is $1,000 and you could spend six months in jail. Shit. Yeah. Six months in jail and stole? in kansas somewhere in kansas so, some rapists so, don't even get six months in jail that's i know fucking right. that's some dumb. bullshit so like yeah. probably just douglas county though like they're not just gonna put you in jail and stole i assume because i assume stole's jail was probably or they don't the have it. they probably don't have one they probably don't you'd have probably one. have to go to jail in lawrence if they did it's probably the same size as like or the same era as like the church yeah yeah so there's one thing that like this same guy that i was talking about said that the story about it being haunted just tears the guts out of people. I knew a man whose son was buried there. Some people came out there to have some fun on Halloween, and they tipped over his son's tombstone. He found it, and he broke down and cried like a baby. Isn't that so sad? Yeah, that is sad. So, the still graveyard probably offers up about the same odds of, like, Satan coming and chilling, like, as any other graveyard, like, yeah, it's been around for a while, it's small, it's spooky, it's whatever, but it's not 
it's not the small spooky graveyard. It's like the urban legend that's grown and gotten out of control that really have drawn people to it. Mm -hmm. And because of this, like it's actually been referenced in pop culture. There's a band called Urge Overkill (laughs) 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 that released the Stull EP in 1992. And it actually has the church and some tombstones on the cemetery from the cemetery on the cover. There are some films that are based on the legends one is called Nothing Left to Fear, Turbulence 3, Heavy Metal, <laughs> and oh. then one called Sinjin Smith. I don't really know what that is. Now, the place, or the, the show that's dear to my heart, that I love so much, that I actually heard about Stull Cemetery for the first time, is Supernatural, as we've talked about. Right, I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. And the cemetery is the site for the final confrontation between Lucifer and Michael in the season five finale. It also shows up in an episode in season 11, which I haven't seen because anything after the musical episode, I kind of just stop watching. But you love that show. I do. And I've watched the first couple of seasons so many times, but like, I just can't. I, <sighs> that's also a lot of seasons. There are like 13 seasons, bro. That's a, There's that's so many, many. And I can only handle Dean Winchester dying so many times. It hurts my soul. It hurts my sure. little soul so much. Anyway, and as, you know, fans of the show may know, Sam and Dean are actually from Lawrence, Kansas. And Eric Kripke, the creator of Supernatural, revealed that he actually had them be from Lawrence because of the closeness to Stoll and kind of part of their origin origin story as hunters. Hmm. So that's really interesting. So even though, like, the majority of all these tales about the cemetery have been made up, like, to be exciting and be interesting or whatever, they they still really ask the question, like, how do these stories get started? Like, what was the origin point that the, like, the, the newspaper, the University of Kansas newspaper, like, first decided, hey, there's a random place not far from here, and it's a cemetery, and obviously it's a gateway to hell. Like, how does that even come up? How does it happen? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not clear on that part, like, where where any of this would have started. And literally, there is no reference to this cemetery or ghost stories about this cemetery before that article right. that the school newspaper wrote. They probably hmm. drove through this town every so often and thought it felt spooky, so they thought they'd write something interesting or whatever. I, maybe. But. I don't really know. Yeah. But or, I feel like stuff like that happens all the time where someone feels something, sort of like, it's a ghost, obviously, but it's like, that could be anything. Mm-hmm. And then you make it into this big, crazy thing, you know? Yeah. That's or, real weird. And hear me out on this one. Yeah. The devil wrote it. Ooh. The devil wanted people to know so we could come watch him prance with all the people that died violent deaths, and then he could take our souls. It's honestly not fun to prance if no one's watching. That's valid. That's, that's, that's a good point. That's true. You have to have an audience. I just exactly. want to know if I go to Stoll Cemetery on the spring equinox, I don't really care if Lucifer shows up, but like if one of the Winchester brothers could show up, I'd be fine. Hmm. Preferably Dean. Not Sam. Well, those are fictional characters. Not are you that, telling like, me that Lucifer's the... not? <laughs> when I said that, I was like, but like, is Lucifer real either? Hey. I'm not sure. The devil's inside of all of us. Right, yeah. He's as real as you choose to believe in your heart. Sure, yeah. I can't. Shelby sounds really sincere, but he's smirking in a way that's making me uncomfortable. So there's that. Sorry. You know what? I heard his smirk. Do that. I like your smirk. It's fine. Cool. So actually, I, I do have a side note here. I remember whenever I was working construction, 
uh, with my dad years ago. Mm-hmm. We, it, this sounds really bad, but we were we were near a cemetery, and he had wandered off to pee because we were in the middle of nowhere working on some municipal project. Right. Mm-hmm. And he came back and he's like, "Hey, man, there's an old cemetery over here. We should go check it out." And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Fuck yeah, well, let's go do that." So we start walking around in it, and we ended up finding this this tombstone that has stuck with me to this day. And it was a it was a really large like limestone tombstone. I assume yeah. it was based on how it had weathered and everything. I think they had died in the eighteen sixties, something like that. Mm-hmm. They had encased pictures of the husband and wife both in glass. I love those. We have some in the cemetery in Nevada. It's amazing. Yeah, that, that is the coolest thing ever. But huh. it definitely spooked me a little bit. Yeah, like it was really strange looking into these dead people's eyes that were. I mean, those pictures were there yeah. one hundred and fifty years yeah. before I stood there. Huh. So super interesting. That but, was. And this is when Tyler and I, I feel like we were maybe, in, we were for sure together, probably living together. I don't know if we were married or not yet, but it was pretty early on in our relationship, and it was the first time I'd gone out to his dad's restaurant. And it's, like, out in the middle of nowhere. Like, there's a big pasture and everything behind it. And he was like, hey, come look at this. And I was like, okay, cool. And he, because obviously when, like, a cute boy asks you to go into, like, the woods with him, you should say no and run away. But... I didn't. Yeah. I have never taken that advice. It was once. a poor life choice. <laughs> um, but behind his dad's restaurant, there are actually like grave markers. Mm-hmm. Like oh. pre- they're pretty far back. Like I don't think anything the gra- like the restaurant's probably haunted. Although if it is, that'd be cool and a selling point. But there are <laughs> probably like four or five of them, and there are some really tall ones. Like it was just a little family cemetery back there. So right. it's really cool. This probably around Missouri a lot though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Where, where a lot of them, I feel like were just rocks or whatever and have been bulldozed over by now mm-hmm. where you end up drilling for a well and pulling up a rib cage or whatever. Sorry, too specific. That No, I like it. <laughs> it's fine. It's like a corpse just comes out of it like this. What? Just on the end of an auger. Yeah. Uh-huh. Love it. But cool. Well, if you guys have any interesting like found cemetery stories, let us know. We'd love to hear about them. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns about my love of Supernatural or Stull Cemetery or Jennifer's inability to differentiate between real and fiction slash the devil, let <laughs> us know. Either Facebook us, Instagram us, or email us at queencitycreeps at gmail.com. And hopefully we'll hear from you soon. Thanks, guys, and have a good night. Bye. Bye.